Yo, what is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the LNF Podcast, Late Night Football Podcast. Yes, I'm sorry. It's been so long. I'm, I am I am sorry. It's been, let's check, what? I think it was week 16 last time I uploaded. Let's check. Yes, week 16, the Friday and Saturday games was the, the first and... For a while, the only uh, LNF podcast episode, but we're back with another episode. Uh, Sorry it took so long. Just got a lot of stuff. I had a lot of stuff going on. Never really had time to record an episode, but we're back. And honestly, I think this episode's going to be a really good one. So this episode, we are going to be doing a mock draft. Because obviously, as you know, the NFL draft is coming up. The NFL combine is coming up. Free agency is coming up. We're going to talk about all of those. So first, let's talk about free agency. Uh, first. Hold up. So free agency starts March 17th. So that's not very far. That's not far away at all. That's 21 days. Um. So, uh, I'm going to be going over the top 10 free agents. Uh, obviously, these people can sign with um, back with their team, obviously. But if they don't, then they will obviously be a free agent. So, um, the number one, in my opinion, would be Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott's going to sign back with the Cowboys, I believe. But if he doesn't, he is the top NFL free agent this season. Number two, Allen Robinson. I don't think he's going to re-sign with the uh, Bears again. I think he could sign with someone like the Colts, uh, the Dolphins, some some team that needs a wide receiver. The Colts definitely need a wide receiver. The Dolphins need wide receivers. Um, uh, Justin Simmons, I think he could sign either a one- or two-year deal back with uh, the uh, Broncos, but I don't know if he will do that. If he doesn't do that, uh, I don't know what team he would go to, but um, I think that he is the best defensive free agent in this upcoming class uh, because he really fits into any scheme, any position on defense. So, well, not any position, obviously, not the line or like a linebacker, but a cornerback, free safety, strong safety, any position, really. Uh, number four, Levante David. I think I think he's going to resign with the Bucks for maybe a two or three year deal. Uh, he is actually pretty old. He is um, 31, so I think that he could sign maybe a two-year deal with the team. So, And then wide receiver Chris Godwin, uh, I don't think he's going to sign back with the Bucks. I think that if he did, um, it would be maybe a couple of years, but I think that he's going to want to test out free agency. And like we said with uh, Allen Robinson, someone like the Colts, Definitely, Colts, I'd say, would be his number one option. Because with Carson Wentz there, um, the running game that they have, the defense that they have, they just need weapons on off, like in the wide receiver spot, and we're, they're a Super Bowl contending team. They already are, I think, right now. Maybe just uh, uh, weapons on the in, the in the wide receiver spot or uh, good. We might need a new cornerback. Uh, number six is another wide receiver, Kenny Galladay. I think that, again, like I said this whole time, I think that he could sign with the 
uh, Colts. I think that that would be probably the best spot for him to sign would be at the Colts. But we'll see what happens. Uh, offensive tackle Trent Williams is another person I think that could come to the Colts. I think that that would be a very good place for him to sign. Um, but I think that if he doesn't sign there, then he'll sign back with the 49ers. Um, but I would, I'm hoping he would go to the Colts. I, if you guys don't know, I am a Colts fan, uh, as you can tell. Uh, then Edge Shaquille Barrett. Uh, I think that he will be a very talented person. He could go to someone like the... He is a very talented person, I meant to say. I think that he could go somewhere like the... Um, I, I think he actually will sign back with the Buccaneers. But if he doesn't, I think that um, he could sign somewhere like the Panthers need an edge player, the Giants do, somewhere like that. Offensive guard Brandon Scherf. Um, I don't know. He'll probably sign back with the football team. Uh, offensive guard Joe Thune. I think that he will sign back with the Patriots. So I'm not going to talk about them too much. That's the top 10 free agents, free agents in my opinion. Now let's move on to the mock draft. Um, so I'm just going to go through each pick. I already did this draft on the draft network, uh, the mock draft machine. I'm just going to read you what I chose and who I think would go somewhere. So number one overall pick. Also, I didn't do any trades. I'm not that smart that I can predict a trade. But... So, yeah, it's just going to be the original draft order for this 2020 season. No uh, no trades, nothing. All right, so at quarterback, obviously, or at the number one pick, obviously Trevor Lawrence at quarterback. Um, with at pro day, the new coach for the Jaguars was there. I think that he will 100% be going to the Jaguars. Number two, people have someone like Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, some a quarterback going to the Jets. I don't. I think they give Sam Darnold one year to prove himself because they just got a new coach. Uh, I think it's it's Dan Quinn, right? Dan Quinn, the old. Oh, he's a defensive coordinator for the Cowboys. Why did I think Dan Quinn? Wait, okay, so now Jets coach. Oh, oh, it's the old defensive coordinator for the 49ers, Robert Sella. Okay, so yeah, with the new coach, Robert Sella, who's going to, I think, what he did with the 49ers in 2019, yes, 2019, was insane with their defense. I think he will lead that defense and offense to playoff spot, maybe. I don't know if it's 100% playoff spot, but I'd say they, got, they have a good chance if they get someone like who I picked, Jamar Chase. So I know what you might be thinking. Why Jamar Chase and not Devonta Smith, the Heisman uh, Trophy winner from the 2020-2021 season? Um, I don't know, to be honest. I just feel like Jamar Chase might fit in with that scheme a little bit better. Um, I, I just feel like Jamar Chase is going to. I think he's higher scouted. Um, I feel like a team will think that Jamar Chase will be 100 like 100 percent a better pick than Devonte smith even though Devonte smith had a good 2021 season will that carry over to the nfl is what i think they might be thinking um number three the dolphins from the texans they tr the dolphins traded with the texans so now they have the number three spot 
Um, and they picked Devontae Smith. I know, two wide receivers going top three is not something you see all the time. But Devonta Smith, I think, that well, the Dolphins need a wide receiver. And him playing at Alabama with Tua, I think, will be a great matchup. Or not matchup, a great duo. I think that it's it's looking good for the Dolphins right now if they pick Devonta Smith. If they don't and Devonta Smith goes number two, they will take Jamar Chase. I think if Devonta Smith goes number two, yeah, they're taking Jamar Chase. Number four, Zach Wilson goes to the Falcons. I don't think that they're giving up on Matt Ryan quite yet, but I think that since he's how I think he's 35. Matt Ryan, I think he's actually 36. Let's check. Matt Ryan's, he, no, he's 35. Okay, so yeah. So Matt Ryan with him being 35, I mean, you're going to see regression from him. Uh, where, I mean, he actually had a better year than he had in 2019. Not really. Well, he threw for 4,581 yards, which is pretty good. 26 touchdowns, also pretty good. 11 interceptions. But in 2019, he threw 4,466 yards, which is pretty good. 26 touchdowns, again, pretty good, but 14 interceptions. So overall, better season. Just four, uh, three less interceptions. So Matt, Matt Ryan, 35. Let's look at his count, contracts. So in... He'll be a free agent in 2024. So... I think he could retire within that uh within within these couple years or he will just wait till he's a free agent. If he does either of those, he's definitely playing in the 2021 season and 2022 season in my opinion. I think he's definitely playing. So that gives Zach Wilson 2 years to sit behind a veteran QB and then come out once Matt Ryan either retires or becomes a free agent and I'm doubting the Falcons are going to re-sign him if he becomes a free agent. He'll be 39 40, 39 to 40. Um, they're not gonna want to resign him. They're wanna go. They're gonna want to go with their younger QB. And also with Zach Wilson, let's say Matt Ryan gets injured, they have good depth behind him. So that's that's why I think they pick um, Zach Wilson at number four. Something I wanted to touch on. Actually, I forgot to. Um, this this will be relevant to what I'm about to say. I'll just tell you, uh, number five, Penna Sewell, I think is going to be the Bengals' pick, offensive tackle. Um. I think that people are saying that the Jets are going to take offensive tackle Penisul, but I, I don't think that's true. Um, because, hold on, let me look at this. I'm trying to see, I forget his name. Um... Makai Becton. Okay, that's who I was going to say. Makai Becton was their uh, choice in um, 20 tw their 2020 NFL draft. Makai Becton went to the uh, Jets in 2020 at the offensive tackle position. So I don't think they waste another pick on an offensive tackle. They go with the playmaker, Jamar Chase. So that's And then uh, the Bengals need an offensive line. Like, you see Joe Burrow got injured this year because of how bad that offensive lineman line was. I think that with a good O-line... The Bengals are a team that like you need to watch out for because I think the Bengals could be really good this year. Um, but you know it's the Bengals, so you don't know. Um, number six, Kyle Pitts, out of Florida, tight end. Um, a really really good playmaker out of Florida. Um, the Eagles 
with Jalen Hurts at their new QB as they traded Carson Wentz. I'm, I'm going to talk about that later. I have to talk about that. I'm going to make a mental note for myself. I need to talk about this Carson Wentz trade because I think it's actually a really, really big trade for the Colts. Not a good trade for the Eagles, in my opinion. Um, with this new uh, head coach, uh, it was the – I think it was the Colts offensive coordinator, actually, who, we saw, who they signed. Eagles coach. Is it, yeah, it's uh, Nick Sirianni, I think. Yeah, Nick Sirianni. Um, so yeah, Nick Sirianni, uh, he was the Colts offensive coordinator, uh, up until, obviously, he signed with the Eagles after the 2020 season, um, with the new coach, he's an off. he used to be an offensive coordinator, so you know that he's, his main focus is going to be on offense, as that's what he specializes in, um, obviously, so, I think that Kyle Pitts, Good playmaker for uh, the Eagles there at number six. Good pick. Number seven, Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle, a junior from Alabama. Only 5'10", 182. Um, still think he's a good playmaker. I really think he's going to be a good playmaker. Um, I think that if, if the Lions pick him, that gives Jared Goff a good um, playmaker on offense. Um, that's what I. That's just all I have to say for that. Justin Fields going at number eight, which is not what originally was planned for this draft. It was planned probably he was gonna go number two, is what people th- thought at the like end of the season. Justin Fields going number two to the Jets. Good pick for them. In my opinion, that's not that's not actually a good pick for them. Six three, two twenty three, junior out of Ohio State. Good size, good weight. Um, he was a five-star uh, coming out of high school. Um, but I think his ability to read a defense, his ability to um, make the right decision is not there. And the Panthers need a quarterback, so I think he, he could be a, a great quarterback. And if he is, good for him. I'm happy for him. Happy for the Panthers. I like the Panthers. But... Um, I, I just don't see him going in the top five, even top seven. I see him going at number eight. Isn't a bad place to go. Number eight, if he falls to number eight, the Panthers are set. If Justin Fields falls to number eight, I think that the Panthers just got a really good talent for for a low pick, in my opinion. Um, so, it, I, I mean, Justin Fields, I think he's a good quarterback. I'm not saying that he's not a good quarterback, but... I think that he won't go top seven. Um, But he will be top ten, in my opinion. I think that he could either go somewhere like maybe the Falcons could pick him. But I don't don't see the Dolphins picking him, obviously. I don't see the Jets picking him, obviously. Um, Maybe the Falcons. Don't see the Bengals picking him as they have Joe Burrow. Don't see the Eagles picking him as they have Jalen Hurts. I don't see the Lions picking him as they have Jared Goff. But I do see the the Panthers picking him. So, that's who I think the Panthers are going to select. At number nine, Patrick Sertain, the second to the Broncos. They need a playmaker on defense. Patrick Sertain, Sertain I think, is their guy. Junior out of Alabama, 6'1", 203. I think he's going to be great for them. If they can, if they can have Patrick Sertain at nine, I think that's a good pick. Um, but I don't know. 
Um, at number 10, Rashawn Slater, offensive tackle out of Northwestern. Kind of on our size for an offensive tackle, not going to lie. 6'4". I mean, 315. I don't know. I don't know how good I feel about that pick. I, I really don't know how, how good I feel about this. I think that the uh, Cowboys offensive line isn't as... Um, isn't as good as it was a couple years ago. Obviously, it's not as good as it was a couple years ago, but if they add an offensive tackle, he could be good. I think he could be good in the NFL, but he's only 6'4", 315. 315 is a good weight to be as an offensive tackle, but 6'4", I'm looking for a 6'6 guy. A 6'6 guy coming out of college, I think that's I think that's who I'm picking 100%. Um, now, the Giants. This is where I think it... Um, it gets tough for them. They could do two things, and again, like I said at the beginning, I I'm not going. I wasn't going to predict predict uh, any trades, so I didn't do that. But I think that the Giants could either trade back to get a wide receiver, or stay where they are to get who I picked, Quiddy Pay, Quiddy Pay out of Michigan, six four two seventy seven. Edge linebacker, oh my gosh, this would be a great pick for the Giants. If they need a playmaker on defense, that would be the pick I think would be the best for them. Or, like I said, they could trade back to get a wide receiver because their wide receivers are not the best for them. And they need playmakers for Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones is not someone like Patrick Mahomes who can make a team good. Or someone like Tom Brady who can make wide receivers that aren't seen as too good, good. He, he needs playmakers for him to be good. So that's just what I think. Number 12, 49ers pick Caleb Farley out of Virginia Tech. 6'2", 197, cornerback out of Virginia Tech. Um, I think that'd be a really good pick for the 49ers. They need playmaker on defense. That defense is really solid if they're all healthy. That offense is really solid. Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, Raheem Moster, Jimmy Garoppolo, um, George Kittle. And their O-line is actually really good also. That defense solid. Nick Bosa. Um, what's his name? Ah, oh, what's his name? I gotta look it up. This is gonna bug me. Sorry about this, but... I... Alright, so... Defense. Eric Armstead is good. Solomon Thomas is good. DJ Jones is good. Nick Bosa is good. Demetrius Flanagan... Fouls? <laughs> Fred Warner, that's who it was. That's who it was. Fred Warner is insane. Drake Greenlaw is really good. D Ford is good. Richard Sherman. Uh Jakiski Tarzan. Jimmy Ward. Jason Ferret Verrett. Um I think that's who you replace him with with. Because he is twenty nine. Pretty young, but um, they need uh, not. They need to replace with Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman is old, old. <laughs> All right, so number thirteen, right? Yeah, number thirteen. Samuel Cosme, offensive tackle out of Texas. This is the guy. This is the guy. This is the type of guy I was talking about. Sean Slater is a good pick. He's a better player on offensive tackle, but will he be in the NFL? I don't know. But if they can get Samuel Cosme out of Texas. Six seven, 
six seven three hundred pounds for an offensive tackle that is insane that's insane so if they can get Samuel Cosme help Justin Herbert out um and then the um the Vikings end up pick fourteen pick Alaja Vera Tucker uh, inside a lineman at a USC, 6'4", 300, little undersized, but it's all right because he can he can be a very, very good, um, very good player coming out of college. Coming out of USC, he can really help out that uh, offense. Um, now 15, Rashad Bateman, wide, rece- wide receiver out of Minnesota, 6'1", 210, good size. Um, when number zero, um, Rashawn Bateman, uh, if they're going to stick with Cam Newton, they need to get him playmakers. That's how I feel. He, he, I feel the same way about him as I do with Daniel Jones. He needs playmakers. He can make plays if he has good people to make plays with. So if you had Rashad Bateman and Julian Edelman on that offense, I think you've got a pretty good, pretty good offense there. Number 16, JC Horn. Junior out of South Carolina, cornerback, 6'1", 205, good size for a cornerback. Uh, I think that that's a very good pick for the Cardinals. They need a better, they need honestly, they really need a better, better defense, and I think J.C. Horn will be their guy. Number 17, Micah Parsons, linebacker out of Penn State. Oh, my gosh. 6'2", 245. If Micah Parsons falls to number 17, that'd be Great, great day in the Raiders, uh, at the Raiders head office. Now, number 18, the Dolphins, again, I have taking a wide receiver. They don't really, honestly, need anyone else. Another wide receiver out of LSU. Oh, wait, no, that was Jamar Chase out of LSU. But Terrace Marshall, Marshall Jr., out of LSU, 6'3", 200. So you have an undersized Devonta Smith pairing up with a big 6'3", 200-pound uh, wide receiver. Pair them up with Tua. You have a, an amazing offense paired with one of the best defenses in, in the league, top five defense. Number 19, the Washington football team. Football team, by the way. Um, they take quarterback Trey Lance, in my opinion. Redshirt sophomore, so really a junior. 6'3", 224. I think Trey Lance goes number 19 to the Washington football team. <laughs> the Washington football team. Um, uh, so, yeah, I think he goes to the football team. They need a quarterback. They can't rely on Kyle. Uh, not Kyle Allen. What's his name? Um... Comeback player of the year. Who is that? Why can I not think of anyone's name today? Alex Smith. That's who it is. That's who it is. Yes. Okay. Alex Smith. (sighs) All right. So at number 20, Mac Jones, another quarterback. Two quarterbacks going back to back. QB out of Alabama. 6'2, 6'2 and a half, 217. Richard Jr. out of Alabama. Very, if the Bears can have Mac Jones fall to them, that would be the best thing for them. 
because they need a quarterback. They can't rely on Mitch Trubisky or Nick Foles to just switch spots every time that one of them doesn't play good. So, yeah, I definitely think that they should take Mac Jones there. If he can fall all the way to number 20, which I, I honestly see happening because I don't see, obviously, the Jaguars taking him. Don't see the Jets taking him. Don't see the Dolphins taking him. Don't see anyone in the top 10 taking him. The only team that could take him would be the Panthers if they feel like Justin Fields isn't good enough to be pick number eight, but they do feel Mac Jones is. I don't know. I don't think that's going to happen, but if it does, it happens. That's the only team I could see taking him. Maybe the Patriots, but to be honest, I don't really see any team taking him before the um, before the Bears. Um, so now we're at pick 21, the Colts. Um, this isn't a very exciting pick, but it's a pick that needs to be made. Christian Derrissaw, offensive tackle out of Virginia Tech. Um, 6 5 3 14. I think that he will be a very good replacement for Anthony Costanzo. As you, as most of you should know, if you don't, well, I'm going to tell you. Uh, Anthony Costanzo retired after the 2020 season. Um, so we need a new left tackle. And I think Christian Derrissaw would be the guy. Maybe, maybe we could uh, try and trade up to maybe 10 where the Cowboys have and I would if we did that I wouldn't take Rashawn Slater I would probably take Samuel Cosme out of Texas 6'7 300 pounds but again I'm not predicting trades so at 21 Christian Derrissaw 6'5 314 senior out of Virginia Tech very good pick at 21 now at 22 the Titans I have them taking Aziz Odrileri Edge out of Georgia, 6'3", 240. They need a playmaker on defense, and I think at 22, Aziz Ujolari would be the best for them. Now moving on to pick number 23, Jeremiah Usu-Koromoa, linebacker out of Notre Dame, 6'2", 216. The Jets need a linebacker on defense, and they have the pick 23, not a very... Solid pick. I mean, obviously, they have the number two pick in the draft, but they traded for the number 23 pick with who? Who do they trade with? I don't know. Oh, the Seahawks. That's who it is, the Seahawks. Sorry, that, that took so long to figure out. I just had to look it up. So the Jets have the pick from the Seahawks at number 23. I think they take Jeremiah Owusu-Kuromaru out of Notre Dame. 6'2", 216, linebacker, um, Richard Jr. I think that's a very good pick for them at number 23. Uh... Number 24, the Steelers take, in my opinion, I think they're taking inside D lineman out of Alabama, Christian Barmore, 6'5", 310 pounds. Redshirt sophomore, so really junior. Um, I mean, he originally was going to Temple. Um, He... Missed the op- uh, season opener against Missouri for a knee injury, so that could be a problem 
injury prone maybe i doubt i don't think so but that's just something that could happen you know at number 25 who's this from the who else lost in the okay hold up hold on real quick i gotta see who the jaguars got this pick from um dum, dum, dum. is it the rams yes they got pick number 25 from the rams and i have them taking tevin tevin jenkins Jen, jenkins sorry gosh tevin jenkins out of oklahoma state offensive tackle 6 6 3 10 i mean they need someone to help protect Trevor Lawrence, and I think Tevin Jenkins at number 25 is the best option they have. Number 26, the uh, Browns take Nick Bolton, linebacker out of Missouri, 6 foot, 232. They need a better linebacker on defense. They could trade up to get someone like Micah Parsons. They could trade up to get someone like Quiddy Pay. But, again, I'm not predicting trades. So, they have picked number 26, and they're taking Nick Bolton. Number 27, the Ravens. They need wide receiver for Lamar Jackson. It's Marquise Brown and Willie Sneed, Willie, Willie Sneed are not going to cut it. And Mark Andrews will cut it, actually. Mark Andrews is really, really good. Um, but Marquise Brown and William Sneed is not going to cut it. So I have them taking Kadarius Tony out of Florida. 5'11". Really undersized. But you look at someone like um, Cooper Cup. How tall is he? I think he's pretty short, actually. Let's see how tall he is. Cooper Cup is 6'2". Wow. Who was the guy I'm thinking of? Um, Cole Beasley. That's who it is. How tall is he? That's who I was thinking of. 5'8". Cole Beasley is 5'8". So, compared to Cole Beasley. And Cole Beasley's really good. Cole Beasley is actually really good. Um... So, yeah, I have them taking Kadarius Tony at pick number 27. Now, pick number 28, the Saints. I have them taking Greg Newsom, the second out of Northwestern. He's a cornerback. Uh, 6'1", 190. I mean, at pick number 29, I think that's the best value you're going to get. But, who knows. Uh, number 29, Packers finally take someone that's going to help Aaron Rodgers as they have not done that in recent years. So, they take Jordan Love in the first round last year. What a stupid pick. So I have to take Jalen Mayfield here. Offensive tackle out of Michigan, 6'5", 319 pounds. I think that Jalen Mayfield is the best value for them at 29. 29, I'm not, I, I keep saying this, but I, I can't predict trades. So at 29, that's the best they're going to get. But I think they could trade up to maybe get someone like um, Rashawn Slater, Samuel Cosme. Maybe even Christian Derrissaw, but, you know, who knows. Um, now, pick number 30, Najee Harris out of Alabama falls to 30. The running back out of Alabama, 6'2", 230. Bills definitely need him. They can't keep relying on Devin Singletary. They can't. They can't keep relying on him. They take Najee Harris at 30. Najee Harris, sorry. Um... Really good pick. They need a better running game. They can't keep relying on a pass game. I mean, they could. I actually got them pretty far this year, 13-3. Now, the 31st overall pick, I have the Chiefs taking Wyatt Davis, O-lineman out of 
Ohio State, 6'4", kind of undersized, but, you know, 3'10". 6'4", 3'10", kind of undersized, but it's all right. Number 31, that's pretty good value. Now with the last pick in the first round, I have the Bucks taking Gregory Rousseau out of Miami, 6'5", 260, an edge player out of Miami. That, I think, will be the biggest steal in the draft. That, Najee Harris, I think Najee Harris will be the biggest steal in this draft if he falls to 30. Maybe Micah Parsons, if he falls all the way to 17, that means 16 people were picked before him. He could be someone like Isaiah Simmons. When was Isaiah Simmons picked? I think it was pick six. Isaiah. I think he was picked um, eighth overall. Seven people picked before him, and he had a really, really good um, season. Let's look at his stats real quick. Seven people picked before him. He had, um, why is it, I don't know, okay, never mind, Isaiah Simmons was a pretty big steal, Justin Fields could be a really big steal, seven people taken before him, he could be a really, really good passer, Trevor Lawrence is not a steal, he's picked over, no, one, 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 number one overall, gosh, can I talk, but Gregory Rousseau could be the biggest steal, Pick number 32. Every single team picked before the Buccaneers and they get Gregory Rousseau. I think that would be the uh, best option for them. All right, so that's my first round uh, picks. Obviously, no trades were made. Um, so, yeah. So, now let's talk about um, the Carson Wentz trade. Coming from a Colts fan... I'm super excited about this trade. I'm super, super excited for this upcoming season. Like, so happy that we got this trade because um, as an Eagles fan, I would not be happy, though, because we just traded someone that we took, I think, number two overall for a second uh, a second round, maybe for if I think it was. Okay, so it's a third rounder for next for next year or this year. No, third rounder for this year. And then a second rounder for next year. But if um, Carson Wentz plays more than 75% of games, then it's a uh, first rounder. Whatever our first round pick is. So you traded a number two overall pick when you get a new coach. When you're going to have a new offense for a third rounder and a second rounder. Maybe a first one. First rounder. Horrible, horrible value for Carson Wentz. I think Carson Wentz still it could be a very good quarterback. He's young. He had a glimpse of of greatness in one season, the season they went to the Super Bowl. Nick Foles obviously finished off that season, but still really, really solid season by Carson Wentz. MVP season, in my opinion. Um, but um, you traded him away for third rounder and a second rounder that's not very good um value for him i think that with frank reich uh who was actually the offensive coordinator for the eagles the year they went to the super bowl the year carson Wentz was great frank reich was the offensive coordinator so you think about that think about that the colts head coach was carson Wentz's offensive coordinator 
when he went to the Super Bowl. So it, now, now we get Carson Wentz for a third rounder from this year and a second rounder from next year. We're, we have a Super Bowl team. If we get a better left tackle, we have a Super Bowl team right now. We don't. We could maybe actually playoff team at the least, hundred percent playoff team. But even if we're not um, a Super Bowl team, if we get Chris Godwin, Allen Robinson, Kenny Galladay, any three of those players out of free agency, if they don't sign back with their team and we sign them, we are definitely a Super Bowl team. Top two defense, in my opinion. We have a top two defense. We have top five running back with Jonathan Taylor. I don't think we need to re-sign Marlon Mack. That's a very stupid decision. We have Naeem Hines and Jonathan Taylor. Very good players, by uh, in my opinion. Both of those players. And you're, uh, and Marlon Mack was good, actually, in 2019. 1,000 yards rushing, but so was Jonathan Taylor. And Jonathan Taylor in my, is younger, faster, more elusive, more sh- powerful. 100% more powerful. So, top five running game. Top five offensive line. Uh, top two defense. Now, let's say we get Kenny Galladay. Now, we have Paris Campbell. If we re-sign T.Y. Hilton for like a year. We have T.Y. Hilton, Paris Campbell, uh, Allen Robinson maybe, Kenny Galladay maybe, Chris Godwin maybe. Uh, Michael Pittman, who is very, very good. And we got him in the third round. We got Michael Pittman in the third round, and he is insanely good. Really, really solid. Really, really solid. Um, so I think that's that's what we have to do is we have to um, get a wide receiver and free agency, and then we're a Super Bowl team. Uh, so, yeah, that's my thoughts on the Carson Wentz trade. Um so that's going to cap it off for this episode. This episode is going to be 38 minutes and something seconds. Um, thank you all for for listening. Um, I, I had a lot of fun recording this podcast. I hope you had a lot of fun listening to it. Um, hopefully, it won't take another couple. Hopefully, it won't take two months for me to get another episode out. If it does, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't, I didn't want it to be this long. I really didn't want it to be. I had, I didn't really feel like it. Like, a lot of the times I was like, I don't know what to talk about. Like, with the playoffs, there's not a lot to talk about. I didn't think the Super Bowl was... (laughs) The Super Bowl, I don't want to talk about that. That was not a fun game to watch. It was fun if you're a Bucs fan, but if you're a team, a fan of any other team, you didn't want to watch that because I, 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 I think most people didn't want Tom Brady to get another ring. Um, so yeah, uh, I didn't really feel like there was much to talk about, but now that they're... Now that it's the offseason, I actually feel like there's more to talk about in the offseason than there is in the playoffs. Once you get past the first round of the playoffs, it's not really fun to talk about. If, if your team like gets knocked out, you don't want to talk about it. Um, that's just what I felt like. I don't know if you guys feel like that. but um, So, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I'll, I, I'll try to um, make more Like when things come out. I'll probably do a 2.0 mock draft once we get some more information about trades and stuff like that. Probably do that in this next upcoming week, most likely. I'll probably do, um, like when the combine happens, I'll go over that. I'll go over um, trades if anything happens. Once free agency agency starts, that's going to be the biggest um, 
interesting because I remember free agency last year was wild. It was crazy last year. So, yeah, um, I really hope you guys enjoyed listening to this podcast. I really had fun making um, making this podcast. So, like I said, hopefully, hopefully, I'll try and make another one this week. If I can't, I'm sorry. It's just how it's going to be for a little bit because there's a lot going on that I have to focus on. And I'm obviously, I'm only 13, so I'm not like, it's not like I um, have 100% free will over what happens in my life, like where I have to go, stuff like that. I don't make my own schedule, really. I make my own schedule for like going to the gym, doing the stuff like that. But really, I don't make my own schedule. I go with the flow. So, I hope you guys, like I said this a million times, but I hope you guys enjoyed listening to this podcast. I really had fun making it. Um, I'll catch you guys in the next one. So, thanks for listening.